Greetings, I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. Welcome. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. Before I begin with the usual topic matter, let me just request prayer for a very beautiful, precious, wonderful young woman, young wife, and mother, Kelly Stafford. She's the wife of Matthew Stafford, the outstanding quarterback for the Detroit Lions National Football League team. She is the mother of three girls, all little ones. The youngest was born this last August, and prior to that, twin girls born in 2017. So they're all very young. One is a baby, and the others are toddlers. So please pray for her. She's been diagnosed as having a brain tumor that must be operated on. She said, quote, all I heard was brain tumor and that they had to do surgery to take it out, end quote. And she said the following, she posts via social media, and uh, just a couple excerpts there, I am telling you all this to ask for prayers and support that God be in the room with the surgeons and give them all the guidance, steadiness, and confidence they need, my safety during and after surgery, and so forth. Thank you for your prayers. And she and Matthew began dating while they were at University of Georgia, and married in 2015. And again, a very special young woman. Please pray that the cancer will be eliminated and that there will be no harmful effects because there are all manner of possible things that can go wrong short of death and including death. So please keep this young woman and her family in your prayers. She is very deserving. And moving on, you undoubtedly saw coverage of, heard, or saw record made concerning the head of NATO addressing Congress, a joint session of Congress, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg of Norway. A couple statements that he made were as follows, quote, we must overcome our differences now because we will need our alliance even more in the future. We face unprecedented challenges, challenges no one nation can face alone. End quote. Then he goes on to say, quote, NATO has no intention of deploying land-based nuclear missiles in Europe. End quote. Now, Correctly or incorrectly, I believe that the focus of NATO here, the North American Treaty Organization, that the focus of the concern that he referred to about the unprecedented challenges that no one nation can face alone, I believe the focus of that is Vladimir Putin's Russian regime. If that is the case, then it is a misstatement because that is by no means an unprecedented 
challenge. Also, to say that no one nation can deal with that one nation would also be potentially a misnomer. However, it is also possible that he's including other challenges, such as Islamist terror and beyond Islamist terrorist attacks, Islamist wholesale warfare, that is a definite possibility, especially given the preponderance of Islamists throughout pervading Europe and Scandinavia and the UK. So that is a definite possibility, but I don't know if that is part of the equation here. And then there's the matter of communist China, which I believe he is completely oblivious to. Namely, that it has no bearing on circumstances in Europe, UK, Scandinavia. But I don't know if if that is the case. Very possibly so. But... He was trying to rally support for for NATO and this with reference to the less than glowing reviews that the president of the United States of America has made concerning NATO. But one other statement he made, especially drew my attention. And he said, quote, but NATO will always take the necessary steps to provide credible and effective deterrence, end quote. Doesn't that make you feel safe and secure? This coming from, again, this vaunted leader, Secretary General of NATO, who hails from Norway. Yes, Norway, one of those enlightened Western nations like the UK and France and United States of America and Canada and Australia and so forth, that does not believe in deterrent because if it did believe in deterrent, if it believed in justice and judgment... For the wicked. If it believed in deterring evil from being committed against the good, the kind, the gentle, the peaceful in the land, then it would believe in punishing and eliminating the destroyers when they are found proven to have committed heinous crimes. But no, Norway does not believe in that, nor does Israel, nor the United States of America. That's right, we have what, again, something like 90 executions a year, something like that, and that's after, you know, 30 years after the crimes. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, here we have Norway, wonderful Norway. Do you remember that monstrous, monstrous enormous slaughter that was committed in Norway some years ago on an island at a summer camp. Young people, teenagers, who were isolated on that island couldn't get off of it, and this monstrous assassin destroyer, neo-Nazi, invaded the island and using... Fully automatic weapons slaughtered multitudes and multitudes of them. He was captured. He was tried. He was convicted. He was imprisoned and he is treated as a VIP prisoner. And one day, in the not distant future, he will be released. And he will commit atrocities again. But again... Jens Stoltenberg, 
here says that NATO will always take the necessary steps to provide credible and effective deterrence. (laughs) Right? Okay. Excuse me, but that is an out-and-out lie coming from the nations that comprise the North American Treaty Organization. And guess what? Vicious, ruthless destroyer, assassin boss, boss of assassins, Vladimir Putin knows it. He knows this full well, as do those in command under him. NATO doesn't concern them. Yes, UK has nuclear weapons and delivery systems, all right? As does France, Germany, so forth. But Putin's not concerned. And a first strike from Putin's Russian regime, I believe, can take out Europe. I could be mistaken, but I think instead of using nuclear, which Putin could do, that he will simply use so-called conventional weapons, namely everything short of nuclear. (laughs) Well and possibly including biological and so forth. They do like to use nuclear poisons for assassinations. <laughs> so, so maybe that kind of nuclear. But I think, and again, it could go any number of ways, any number of horrible, monstrous ways, but I think that the way it will come down is that Russia will invade Europe. Not nuke Europe, invade Europe. And that UK and Norway and Italy and most importantly US of A will not dare to counterattack, strike Russian forces in mainland Europe for fear of massive civilian casualties. I could be mistaken. I'm not some military genius, military expert. I have no military training. But on the other hand, I look at the brilliance of our military experts our military best and brightest. And I never cease to be amazed at their ineptitude, incompetence, blindness, ignorance, and what have you. And like the United States of America's military, of course, the militaries in the UK and in the EU and throughout NATO They are enlightened like ours, and they are fully integrated with women, with sodomites, not to liken sodomites and women except to say that integrations of this sort do not strengthen the military. It's true that armies currently, typically, are not using swords and shields and battle bows and so on and so forth. All right, so given the kind of weaponry that is used, given the sophistication, the computerization, and so on and so forth, is it not realistic to have women involved in that? From a purely technical perspective, yes. From a moral perspective, no. 
But we in the West, we have no clue. Speaking of the leadership in the West and those who, those who support it, we have no clue about morality, about godliness, about righteousness, about justice. We have no clue. And that is shown in the military, and that is shown throughout the justice system, so-called. Profoundly so in the United States of America, and equally profoundly throughout the UK and the EU, and Eastern Europe, and Latin America, and, and the free nations in the Far East, and so forth. But anyway, all manner of good things to look forward to. We can count on NATO, that it will always provide credible, not incredible, but credible, believable, effective deterrence, even though they have no clue what that means. But it sounds good. Pleases the masses, right? We great unwashing masses. So, moving on from that to New World Order-ish agenda, which NATO can very well play a hand in bringing about. Perhaps you've heard about the significant destruction of the Great Barrier Reef east of Australia. And... (laughs) It is something else. It really is. Now, wait a minute. How can you be talking about something like that? You don't believe in combating global climate change. No, I don't. I don't believe in combating it. It's not that I don't believe in global climate change. I do. I believe that climate is cyclical and that those cycles are not necessarily exact repeats, that they vary and they warble (laughs) And they morph and what have you. But that climate as weather is cyclical. It is subject to change. I believe absolutely that the massive, horrendous amounts of pollution produced by communist China in particular, and also by communist Vietnam and other such nations and free, predominantly Hindu, India, I do believe that these massive amounts of pollution from these developing, not developed, developing nations, that it absolutely impacts our atmosphere and therefore impacts this earth. However, This denial that is endemic in this whole matter of global climate change is just so profoundly dishonest, intellectually dishonest, to deny that the major movers, the chief incidents responsible for... (laughs) the warming of the earth or whatever at this point in time are things like volcanoes, volcanic eruptions over in Indonesia, Malaysia, New Guinea, Borneo, the Pacific Ring of Fire or Rim of Fire or whatever. Dominant, dominant factors in this global warming, global climate change are natural factors. And you twin that with the enormous amounts of pollution from these communist regimes and their neighbors. And you have a toxic mix. But the idea that the United States of America and the European Union and the United Kingdom 
Scandinavia that we need to clean up this mess, that this is that we can do that by simply crushing industry in our nations is beyond bizarre. It is deliberately false. And what is put forth by the Albert Arnold Gore Juniors and Michael Moore's is not the stuff of intellectual honesty. But back to the Great Barrier Reef, who stated that these huge storms, tropical storms, such as cyclones and what have you, that they do massive damage to coral reefs. And there were a couple in recent, very recent land that did significant damage, killing off to the tune of 80% of the corals in one portion of the Great Barrier Reef. But more devastating than these cyclones and so forth have been damage caused due to warming. At least that's what they describe it as being. Bleaching due to warming, and that has caused just this massive damage to the barrier reef. But the most important, most devastating aspect, and something which they did not anticipate, and now they are seeing, is not just that the existing corals, the adult, <laughs> you know, after all, it's, it, it, these are people, you know, just like in the, the commercials there for Hawaii, talking about our ancestors, the corals. Yes, yes, they do. And talk about, you know, millions and millions and millions of years and that our ancestors, our earliest ancestors were actually corals. Yes. But anyway, so here... They say that the most devastating consequence is not just the killing off of the mature coral, but that settlement of so-called baby corals. Isn't that interesting? You know, we have pre-born babies here in the United States of America that have been slaughtered for decades and decades and elsewhere in the world, Japan, Russia, communist China and so forth, and they are always relegated to fetus status, right? Fetus status or non-obligate parasite status from the uber-left ultra-feminist, feminazis, femicommunists. But here we have coral life. And the extreme leftists, they refer to the corals as our earliest ancestors, adult corals, baby corals. Isn't that fascinating? Don't you find that to be just a trifle hypocritical, just a a wee bit of a double standard? It's indoctrination and propaganda deliberately constructed and orchestrated and taught to the children and the young people. So the preborn babies are not human, are not babies, but coral is. But anyway, that the the young coral is not settling on these reefs, is not repopulating it. That's the problem. So They are now concerned that the Great Barrier Reef may, in fact, be in danger of imminent extinction. Meanwhile, again, NATO could definitely play a part, play a role in the the great New World Order worldwide regime without end, they would like. <laughs> Various ones would, would like to believe that. That's the whole point of in, engaging in it is to create this one world regime without end. 
that it will continue to be a regime. Oh, they will wipe out, annihilate all God-fearing, God-honoring, God-obeying, God-loving people. But they want the regime to continue indefinitely. It won't. It will come into existence. It will. I don't base that on what any person on the face of the earth says. I base that solely on the word of God. Silly me. But, and on that note, before I continue, let me just say this. That I'm Brad Thomas, and this is after all is said and done, and whatever is right and true and good and accurate in this program is thanks to God Almighty and His Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Whatever is lacking, erring, failing, deficient is due to me. Moving right along, with regard to the New World Order agenda, and of course, they will always provide deterrent, as in never, but Colorado, that wonderful, outstanding, great, great, great state, Colorado, uh, the government, the Democrat-controlled government there, they have passed a law that will allow family members, household members, or, and this is the kicker, or law enforcement to petition a court to have guns seized or surrendered from persons whom they deem to purportedly pose a threat to themselves or others. What could possibly be wrong with that? But moving right along, any persons who are deemed, again, by law enforcement, to present a threat to themselves or others will have their and own firearms, will have the firearms taken from them, seized from them, and they will have to prove at a later date that they are no longer a threat. (laughs) So when law enforcement petitions a court to have firearms seized or surrendered, it is de facto proof positive that they do pose a threat to themselves or others. And in the future, they will have to prove that they, quote, no longer pose a threat. Even though it did not have to be proved that they posed a threat. Fascinating about that. And an additional court hearing can extend the gun seizure for another year. So isn't that exciting? Really. You know what this reminds me of? Reminds me of my experience here here in the, uh, the 21st century in the great, great state of California, my home state. So when you move to the state or you live in the state, whatever, you have to register your firearms. And I applied for concealed carry permit status, which I held elsewhere (laughs) before moving there. Now, the county I was in was supposedly, was recognized as not being conservative, but still not as horribly bad as Marin County, San Francisco, and Los Angeles County, more akin to San Diego County. But in any case, 
Lo and behold, I was advised by officers at the sheriff's department not to apply, that I wouldn't be able to get a concealed carry permit. That's true. They counseled me, if you will. They advised me not to apply, that I would be wasting my money. Literally, in person, they told me that, that I would be wasting my money. I would not get a permit. Huh. I wonder why that is. You know? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but that's what they told me. So don't, don't waste your time, don't waste your effort, and above all, don't waste your money seeking a concealed carry permit. Meanwhile, a case took place a year later, whatever, uh, in, uh, well, a case had already taken place in San Diego, and then it was heard by a panel of judges of the, uh, the Ninth Circuit of uh, Federal Appellate Court there in San Francisco, and it was a three-judge panel, and they decided two to one to overturn the finding uh, back, fr- back down in San Diego County, and they found that this good cause statement was unconstitutional. Now, you see, in California and in other similarly enlightened states, in order to be granted <laughs> by, by the benevolent uh, body, the government, a concealed carry permit, you need to prove to the appropriate body, jurisdiction, uh, sheriff's department, so forth, that you unlike other citizens, that you have special merit, that you are especially deserving of having a concealed carry permit, of carrying a firearm on your person, that this is not something that is permitted to citizens willy-nilly, regardless of how spotless their record is, regardless of anything and everything else about them, they have to persuade the particular authorities that they have some compelling reason that they should be permitted to carry firearms, unlike the rest of the civilian population, law-abiding civilian population. So in other words, if they have been repeatedly threatened with bodily violence or if they happen to have a maybe a pawn shop or they have a jewelry store and they are moving significant amounts of cash or jewels or or they have a pot dispensary, right? <laughs> they have a legalized pot business previously medical marijuana, and now recreational, and so forth. Those are the VIPs, okay? If you're in the pot business, in the drug business, in the formerly illegal drug business, now you are a VIP. If it's some young woman who is frightened for her safety, she doesn't count. And even if she could get a concealed carry permit, if she's attending a university or a college, virtually all of them prohibit firearms. All right? Nothing like shooting, you know, fish in a barrel or ducks in a barrel or whatever it is. But anyway, so I was initially denied the permit because I wasn't special enough. All right? And there were radial buttons on these applications. One was for citizenship, that if, you, that if you did not reside there, you're disqualified. Another one was for moral character, which is going to be determined by these exceedingly moral, righteous individuals, like the sheriff in Marin County, who, who was arrested for violence against his wife, <laughs> but who managed to have the charges expunged so that he could continue to conceal carry and, <laughs> and keep his position and so forth. 
Uh, yes, Marin County, where last I knew they had only issued 12. That is one dozen concealed carry permits over the years. <laughs> but meanwhile, this case from San Diego found that this good cause statement was unconstitutional. Shocking. Amazing. Astonishing. By two-to-one verdict, they recognized that this was a blatant, brazen assault on constitutional right to keep and bear arms, which shall not be infringed. But, of course, the extreme leftists, (laughs) and the Ninth Circuit is full of them, uh, they immediately went into battle mode about that, and then they had an end bank hearing, the entire body, all of the judges, and they overturned that. But before they overturned that, immediately following that determination by this three-judge panel, lo and behold, these counties, Marin County, Santa Barbara County, Ventura County, Los Angeles County, San Diego County, so forth, they could no longer deny concealed carry permits on the basis of the good cause statement. So what did creative sheriffs do, such as in the county that I was in? What did they do? Well, very difficult, very difficult indeed. (laughs) <laughs> when you re- reapply, resubmit an application, they just check off the radial button for character, bad character. They forward that on to the Attorney General, then Kamala Harris. You know that wonderful, wonderful woman, Kamala Harris, who's now U.S. Senator and who's running for president. Forward it on to them. This person has bad character. It goes into all the records. Because this sheriff or that sheriff, like that wonderful sheriff in Marin County, determine that you have bad character. And you cannot appeal it. You cannot fight it. You cannot get that expunged from your record, irrespective of how outrageous, capricious, arbitrary it is. How discriminatory it is. Well... But here in Colorado, the enlightened state of Colorado, we will now put in the hands of law enforcement, because we know law enforcement, that just across the board, they're just so righteous. And we're not talking about police officers here or sheriff's deputies. They're not the ones making these determinations. It's the sheriffs. It's the police chiefs, assistant police chiefs. We're going to put in their hands the power to decide who can own guns. Not conceal, carry, but own them. Wonderful. Wonderful. Just, it's just truly enlightened. It's, it's just <laughs> magnificent. Again, and to be, just to refresh your memories concerning uh, some of the great leaders down through the ages, Vladimir Lenin. He called for the disarming of the bourgeoisie. All right? Stripping the middle class of weapons, of firearms, I should say. Joseph Stalin, you know his pseudonym. Joseph Stalin, who said, quote, if the opposition, and that's who we are, is the opposition. Make no mistake of that. If the opposition refuses to disarm, we shall disarm it ourselves, end quote. And again, bullies, no matter how numerous they are, no matter how vicious they are, no matter how well armed they are, they prefer to attack disarmed people, helpless people. And then to bind them before they murder them. Uh, these, these sorts of things that you just see in crime after crime after crime. You know? but, and down through history. Adolf Hitler, good old Adolf, he required gun permits for all German people, 
except for his Nazi Party officials. That's right. Again, not just the Jews were disarmed. No, no, no. The Christians were disarmed. All Gentile German people were disarmed to prevent them from opposing and resisting him and his destroyers. Adolf Hitler in 1935, again, he made the following statement, quote, this year will go down in history for the first time a civilized nation had full gun registration. Our streets will be safer, our police more efficient, and the world will follow our lead into the future, end quote. Okay. He took over in 1933. He made this statement in 1935. 1935, folks. And I mentioned before about Christopher Dodd copying so-called gun control legislation from Adolf Hitler's Nazi Third Reich, courtesy of, with the assistance of, The Library of Congress. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? Well, anyway, just portends wonderful things for the future, doesn't it? Speaking of Nazi Third Reich Germany, Germany's second richest family, the Ryman family, who control the consumer goods conglomerate, J.A.B., Holding Company, Jab Holding Company. Well, back in the annals of this family, (laughs) as seen in company archives, it has been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that Albert Ryman Sr., his son Albert Ryman Jr., who ran the company in the 30s and 40s, you know, back during the Nazi Third Reich, and were very, very enthusiastic, supportive followers of Adolf Hitler. They abused, grievously abused, people working for them. Yes, forced laborers, slave laborers, laboring in their industrial chemicals company. That's right. They had Jewish and Christian and other slave laborers, prisoner of war, slave laborers, laboring in their company in southern Germany. Bavaria, Germany, Munich, Germany, so forth, but also in their own home. And one of the little tidbits here is that they required all of these female slave laborers from Eastern Europe to stand at attention nude in their factory barracks. Any who refused were viciously raped. Workers were kicked, savagely beaten, including a Russian woman who cleaned in their private villa. Why mention that? That's so long ago. My word. Well, because... (laughs) These things, they will never happen again. No. Perhaps you saw uh, some mention of this concerning Venezuela and the communist regime in Venezuela. And the opposition leader, Juan Guaido. And this young man, I fear for his life. And he heads up the National Assembly 
and he has been targeted by the communist government regime there for destruction, and the Supreme Court of Venezuela, which is in the pocket of the communist regime. But anyway, this young man, he has been stripped of his immunity, of immunity from being arrested and tried (laughs) arbitrarily. His chief of staff, Roberto Marrero, was arrested towards the end of March. And they have him on charges of terrorism and planning acts of sabotage. And it is extremely foreboding. But dear old Latin America, South America, South America, which became a sanctuary for Nazis, including Adolf Hitler. Oh, you know, Adolf, who supposedly took his life in a bunker, just like Nero Caesar supposedly took his own life. Adolf Hitler had planned for two years, had planning and building, constructing, going on for two years to enable him to escape (laughs) and to make it to South America, which he did. But South America, Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, Paraguay, so forth, and Brazil, and elsewhere, became sanctuary states and portions of these nations, sanctuaries within sanctuaries for Nazis who had fled, high-ranking Nazis who had fled Third Reich Germany and surrounding territories including Martin Bormann, one of Hitler's right-hand men, and Adolf. And here in South America, up at the top of South America, northernmost South America, in Venezuela, beautiful nation from which some very beautiful Miss Universes have come, This nation which, like its neighbor Colombia, has been controlled viciously by communists, destroyers, cartels, so forth. But portends evil coming. Russia and China continue to support, to courageously support the regime in Venezuela. Now, I happened to make mention previously of this woman from South America, Carolina Cano, who was kidnapped, raped, and murdered while she was out for a jog approximately between 5.30, 5.45 a.m., in Jersey City at Lincoln Park, attacked by a Hispanic man, Jorge Rios, who slaughtered her. But he was charged with murder, kidnapping, and aggravated sexual assault. Not necessarily in that order, of course. Aggravated sexual assault. What is this? Why not rape? Huh? Is Is there a problem with charging people with the actual crimes they've committed? Rape used to be a capital offense. Therefore, we must not charge vicious slaughterers and destroyers with rape. Right? Oh, well, New Jersey would not execute this man under any circumstances. But 
Also, I mentioned about this precious young woman, Samantha Josephson. But before I say more about her, again, this Carolina Cano, this woman, God-fearing woman, Christian, eh, Catholic, Roman Catholic, but God-fearing woman, and she's slaughtered by this destroyer as she's out jogging before going to church. And she worked as a nanny and from Peru. Meanwhile, Samantha Josephson, 21, a couple decades and some years younger than Carolina Cano, and on her way very soon to law school, so at a different end of the socioeconomic strata, who hopped into a vehicle that she thought was her Uber driver, and she was kidnapped, raped, and murdered. But the destroyer, man of color, was not charged with rape. Amazingly enough, I I don't understand that, but charged only with kidnap and murder. Remarkable, but true. That's the way we do things in the United States of America. Because again, now this is South Carolina, and rape used to be a capital offense. But Nathaniel Rowland, nope, he's not being charged with rape. Her blood was all over the place in the back seat of this vehicle. And on him. (laughs) But, oh well. This is a product, a fruit of the good works of the American Civil Liberties Union and of the Southern Poverty Law Center and its founders, including former head Morris Dees. But good work, good fruits. Their legacy will extend into eternity. Literally, it will. And they will suffer eternal damnation for the evil that they have helped to prosper. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now if we choose to. Thank you. (laughs) 